0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network.
1: Hi Melissa. Hey Elisa. How are you? Uh
0: oh, tired. Yeah. Getting over the We're, holiday.
1: Just getting Blah. over Christmas. It was quiet.
0: Yeah? No No, no family this year. A house full of people. <laughs> no,
1: it's never at our house. It's usually at my sister in law, but we kind of said not this year.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. So everybody traveling. sort of stayed in their own bubble. My son didn't come home because mm, that's rough. I said to him, "Really, you're just going to be able to hang out at the house? It's like, why should you hang out here when you can just hang out in your own house?" Yeah. So mm. we just did. A, we just did a big um, Zoom call with well, everybody. That's cool. So it was nice because it took over different places in New York State. It went to California and it went to Virginia. so we did we the spent same about thing. Half an hour in yeah. Florida too. There was family in Florida, so we just kind of you know just did a zoom call
0: with everybody and That's the safest way we, yeah. we It was nice for us. we actually did it over a meal time. We tried to kind of plan it because there's two hours difference between well, you know you're in the same time zone as as my Boston family, so. It was a two-hour space, and uh, three of us cooked a roast. They, Nate cooked his first roast, and he was really nervous about it, but it turned out really, really incredible. So that that was wonderful, and we will be eating that for the next couple of days. <laughs> Leftover time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you do it a lot of cooking? Oh please! <laughs> you didn't cook for like days. <laughs> no, normally I know. On like Christmas we cook, Eve right? We no, have we burn stuff. Lasagna. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. And then.
1: We go to my sister in law's for dinner where she makes prime mm-hmm. rib, which I do not eat uh-huh. because I can't stand it. Yeah. Uh, but I normally can't. Everything but was, it was sort good. of flip-flop this year. The lasagna mm-hmm. was for Christmas Day dinner, which was also last night's dinner, and we'll finish it tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. So a little bit of leftovers. Yeah, which is good. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow it will be our birthdays, my husband and mine. So oh, happy birthday to Thank you! Thank you. I plan on sleeping. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Everybody wants to know what I want. I just want to sleep and I want to soak in a bubble bath. Just you don't need to spend that anything on it. Just just clean the bathroom for me is what I told the kids. <laughs> clean everything make sure everything's tidy i just want to relax that's all i want to do and Mm -hmm. hubby just wants to watch marathon movies so he started practicing yesterday
1: (laughs) i watched wonder woman yesterday did you so i'm not into superheroes i'm not into superheroes to begin Mm -hmm. with and but every now and then i'll watch i watched the first wonder woman movie it was just awful Hmm. and this one we saw it in the theaters and it was pretty good. Awful, yeah. I heard, was, I heard
0: the the action, I guess, was good, but the script was terrible. Is what I saw. Oh, it was terrible a lot, I mean, over and over again.
1: Gail, huh. is it good? I think her last name is Godot.
0: Godot or yeah, Godot, yeah I, think Godot, it's, Godot. I think
1: it's Godot. Yeah, I can't but remember she, now. Beautiful. We're terrible. Woman. geeks. <laughs> yeah, she's a beautiful woman, but yeah. she is a horrible actress. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's just a terrible actress. Huh. In the action just, shots. Yeah, it was just such a. Hmm. And then I'm looking on Internet Movie Database. Everyone's giving it a one.
0: Yeah, everybody was. And complaining. then a lot that's of my so Facebook
1: friends, who were really into these superhero movies, like they love Captain America and, and all those other kind of movies. Uh huh. Even they said, "Oh my God, this was bad." Huh. So it's not just me being, "Oh, you hate everything." No, everybody <laughs> seemed to have hated this movie.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Aw, that's sad. Ah well, can't you can't win them all. <laughs> So So. it's the last GSE of 2020. Yeah, good news. It's been a long year. (laughs) Yes, it (laughs) has. Let's
1: just hope that 2021 is a little bit brighter and (laughs) Good riddance, 2020. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kick it out
0: the door. (laughs) So I thought we'd talk about, you know, technology. What did we use throughout the year to adapt and, you know, attempt to overcome some of the challenges this pandemic has thrown at us so far. What kinds of uh, what kinds of thing tech have you used to cope throughout the year?
1: It hasn't really been different for me.
0: No, same old, you know, same As old I've though. said
1: before, because my husband's job didn't change, so mm-hmm. he got even busier because he's considered an essential worker. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids are out of the house, so it didn't affect them as far as you know school, like your kids. Mm-hmm. So for me, my life. Other than not meeting friends for lunch anymore, or
0: going yeah, concerts more and cruises, often.
1: yeah, concerts and vacations and cruises and such, that mm-hmm. obviously changed. But mm-hmm. my day to day life, mm-hmm. it's the same. I'm pretty much a homebody to begin with, mm-hmm. so staying home was not a um, was not, not a, a hard for me. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I did not have. I did. It did not affect me like it affected, unfortunately, a lot of people mm-hmm. who had to change their entire lives. Had to yeah. work from home now, teach their children from home, mm-hmm. um, suffer from a, a loss of income. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very lucky, and I and I totally appreciate that
0: that mm-hmm. I did not have that problem. Yeah, Tom was able to keep working.
1: Oh my God, he was like business went up for him.
0: Oh really? Wow. Which
1: was crazy. <laughs> which was totally crazy. I mean, and believe me, I. <laughs> I understand it and I appreciate it.
0: I was going to ask you if you worked throughout the holiday. I worked a little bit last week. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I worked
1: a little bit last week. But, you know, we gave back a little bit. You know, we did takeout more often and made sure Mm. we tipped more. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not a lot, but it's something, you Mm -hmm. know, just a little something to give back to at least the food workers. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's tempting. It's tempting to just hunker down and like save everything but I also realized that there was a lot of things that we were still able to afford you know, thinking like, like we're lucky to like, my husband didn't lose any income because, you know, he's a teacher and, you know, considered kind of like, you know, essential workers. And but he was able to work from home and keep working, you know, like your son. So there wasn't any, any loss there. There was a couple of programs that, that he couldn't do that he would normally get paid a little extra for. So we did lose a little bit of income for for him on his side. And my income was the the one that was impacted the most because I mean, as much as I have been trying to do remote, Work with clients, my clients are the type that really want you to come in and hold their hand you know and 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 I feel the worst for them because a lot of them are you know kind of shut in or they're i mean they're they're in the elderly they're in the high high risk group so they're really um, isolated, you know, they were already isolated, and now they're even more isolated. So I feel really bad about that. So for the few that I was able to reach out to, I felt good about, you know, at least kind of keeping them company while I'm helping them with their problems. But yeah, my my end cut is like cut less than half, so it's gonna it's gonna take a hit on taxes. So we're definitely we've definitely been conserving, but you know, like I said, there's been things that we're not spending money on, like. Fuel for the cars and, you know, certain doctor's appointments that we didn't go to, you know, in person and, you know, all these little kinds of things that would normally either add up over time and end up costing a lot or, you know, big ticket things that would would cost a lot, you know, one time that just weren't being weren't being consumed or purchased or whatever. So it kind of worked out. But we're still, you know, we're still trying to conserve just just in case because this is going to be with us for quite a while. I, I don't think it's going to be over anytime soon. It's uh, exciting that the, the vaccines are, are coming out. Do you know anybody that's been vaccinated yet? I'm starting to see a few friends here and there.
1: No, I'm wondering about my father. My father is almost 90.
0: Oh, wow. and, he has yeah.
1: a, and he has a doctor appointment in January with his GP. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he will be getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to uh, my nephew and his wife, both work in the health industry. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him yesterday and he said, for me... Based on the fact that I'm a stay-at-home person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm down at the bottom rung Yeah, getting it. <laughs> he goes, right. for you, probably not till June or July. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I mean, figure I'm not, not going to be getting it for a while, even though I'm in the high-risk category. You know, all the healthcare workers, mm-hmm. the first responders, the firemen, the police, yep. the Everybody EMS, who's in the they, general you know, contact with people. You know, those people should absolutely have it before me. The teachers... Yeah. The essential workers, and even though I'm 60, I'm not high 60s, mm-hmm. and I'm not—I uh, don't have any comorbidities, mm-hmm. so I have no health reasons where they would push me
0: further up the line, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah, and you're willing to wait your turn. I am too. Yeah. My my only worry is that if if my Husband is in line first for teachers to get vaccinated, and they say, "All right, you're vaccinated. Get back in the classroom." Then I'm going to be like, "Well, what about the rest of us?" Because I know my kids. I mean, they're they're not they're under 16, so they won't be vaccinated for a long time. I've wondered
1: about that too. What happens if you are married to Mm -hmm. a police officer, a doctor, emergency room doctor, and you're a stay at home parent, or you're just not in that grouping of getting the vaccine first? Yeah, because I haven't seen anybody talk about that. Does that mean does that mean mm. you get it, too, because your spouse is getting it? Or are you looked at as completely, totally separate individuals? Yeah. It doesn't matter what your household looks like.
0: That's the question that I have. It's kind of looming you know, over my head. You know, like with, what's going to happen? my husband
1: being an essential worker, though he's further mm-hmm. down the list, mm-hmm. he'll be getting it before me. Yeah. Well, does that make a difference?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or yeah. is it just, hey, sorry, Lisa, you have to wait. Mm-hmm.
0: Until your grouping is is called, I don't know. Yeah, those are the kinds of things I think about. That you know, it's like that's that's really where the the geekiness and the epidemiology gets into it. That I would really like to have answers for that, but I haven't. That's not like a main major talking point that I've seen in the news. And that's the other thing too is I've been trying to tune out some of the news. I mean, it just gets to be overwhelming after a while, and it's like the same old, same old. It's like Groundhog Day. You know, it's just nothing's yeah, it's, changing. It seems
1: like from what I've seen so far, it's just the healthcare workers mm-hmm. that have gotten it and yeah. they want well, to and the people in
0: congress workers. yeah
1: yeah well i mean yeah the congress the healthcare workers and people in um nursing homes
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah have gotten
0: it and um, then i think next in line like my sister's a home healthcare worker she works she takes care of my grandmother who's 97 and supposedly she's going to be she's going to be in line next you know uh, thank goodness for this this is sad and silly at the same time but uh you you were talking about how we were doing Family Zooms to get together with people and keep in touch. And a couple of times, you know, depending on, on who has what kind of phones and systems and stuff, sometimes we do FaceTime calls. Mostly lately, it's been either Zoom or uh, Duo. Um, that's the thing that uh, that my sister uses the most. And there's little filters and stuff on there. And I said to my sister, I said, hey, I want to take a picture. Like I wanted to take a screenshot of the two of us, you know, smiling. And uh, she's, I said, I said, move your, your camera back so I can see your whole face. And she said, no, I can't. I'm, I'm not showing the rest of my face. And I said, why? And she did show me a little bit because she's a home health aide. She has to wear a mask all the time. And so she's got all she's she's all broken out. So. Uh, I said, well, let's put some filters on and have some fun. So the filters kind of saved that. And so we were able to take a little selfie with the filters. So that was really cute. You know, it's just these little things that you don't think about. And and then when it comes in handy, it's like, oh, it's not so silly after all. It's actually pretty practical. So a little pro tip out there if you're FaceTiming or you're on. There are filters for FaceTime. There's the Memoji and things like that. So, But uh, in Duo, they're especially fun. So. We were Christmas trees and reindeers. <laughs> so those those were little little moments that we were able to take something that was negative and turn it into a positive using technology. Um, I'll tell you another, another geeky thing, talking about grandparents. Um, I got a very special gift. And when people check out the show notes, they'll get to see what it was. Um, it actually did make me well up in tears because it was so exciting. I'd been asking about this thing for for so long and uh my family members were really good about lying about it and telling me oh no it's long gone and you know it got sold in an estate sale or something what i really really wanted so badly was this uh old style candlestick telephone it's the kind where you have to pick up the receiver you you hold it like if you've ever have you ever watched Downton Abbey Oh yeah yeah there was a i should see if i could find a, a clip sometime but there was this clip where uh uh maggie uh what is her name the dowager uh, maggie smith yeah where she she there was an episode where they got their first electric telephone and she's like oh you know she said something to the effect of this is going to be like the 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 downturn of civilization or something (laughs) she was very rejecting of it but it's that style of telephone where it's it's called a candlestick because it actually looks it's tall like a candlestick and you you hold it and and you talk into it, and it's got this uh, other earpiece. And there's this dial, it's got the rotary dial on it, you know. And I, it was special to me, because it was something that my grandparents kept in their basement, they had a finished basement with a bar and a pool table. And it was just a little magical place that I'd go play hide and go seek. And, and that phone was was a working phone. And I actually used it to call my mom, you know, or something. I mean, I've actually talked on it as a telephone a long, long time ago, but I just remember playing with it. And, you know dialing. And I just I love the sound of the rotary dial and, you know, sticking your finger in there. And of course, my kids were like, what is this? <laughs> it was like this alien life form to them. And I had to give them an education on it. In fact, uh, I guess Nate and Keegan spent the better part of the day going down YouTube rabbit hole watching um, videos about telecommunications and, and how far we've come from that to where we are with our with our iPhones. So I took a really, I, I took some pictures of it. And so that'll be our episode uh, show note uh, artwork. And it's just a really special thing. It's, it's, it was probably, you know, something that somebody had given them as a gift a long, long time ago, like in the 70s or 80s or something. Cause I think it's a, I think it's not an original 1920s model. I'm still researching it. Like I'm trying to find, you know, if does it have value is not that I would get rid of it. But, um, you know, what is it? What is it worth? Like, what, where was it manufactured and that sort of thing. So that's a little bit of a mystery for now. But so I was really, really excited about that when, when we pulled that out of the box that my mom shipped all the way from Pennsylvania. So it it went all the way across the country and now it's here and it sits on my hutch and my kids go up and they, they put their finger in the rotary dial and they, they they dial it, you know, and it just it's the sound that it makes. I'm like, Oh, now my kids are playing with something that I I played with. So do you have anything like that, Elisa? Is there anything from your childhood? The only that thing we that we I can geeky? think
1: of is I still have my viewmaster.
0: Oh, okay. Do you still have the discs? Like, how many discs mm-hmm. do you have for it? I probably have, I don't know, offhand, maybe 10? Is it something that your kids Batman? played with and they were like, nope. what
1: is this? They oh, did not they care. haven't touched it? I remember I have <laughs> Batman. Oh, yeah? I have, oh, I think one is, oh my gosh, I can't even remember. One, I think, is the Smithsonian. Mm. One I believe is another country like landmarks in another country but I couldn't tell you what country. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I remember giving it to the kids and they were just looking at it like what is this garbage? <laughs> they didn't they, they didn't care. They yeah. did not care.
0: That's one good thing about my kids is they I don't know what it is. I must have instilled it into them that they really really do find old tech very interesting, you know. And they they love And It could be the ADHD. I'm not sure. But they love anything with buttons, anything that's got a fidget that makes noises. So I guess it's a very tactile thing. And that's why they they were really enthralled with it. So it pleases me. You know, they I like that they like old stuff. Lucian really goes for retro tech. He loves anything old. And we like to try to um, repurpose things whenever we can. Let's see. So that was my special christmas present. Um I thought we'd be kind of go down a little bit of a list of, you know, things that we've been doing to to cope for, you know, the year in review a little bit as it were. Um Reminders app. That's I thought we'd start off with some coping skills like how do you remember and track stuff? I use the Reminders app a lot. I it's what I use to keep track of my ideas. I love that it it syncs with all the devices I I'm constantly, you know, talking to my watch and you know, telling myself, remember that or add something to the shopping list. I've got the kids and the hubby on board. They've been putting things on the shopping list and that's worked out really well. Are you still using Do or what mm-hmm. What do you use to help yourself keep track like of to. things? Yeah.
1: That's the only thing I use. I don't like reminders. I don't do a shopping mm-hmm. list online. My okay. one sister-in-law uses the A-Lady. hmm And she'll just say, hey, mm-hmm. A-Lady, add milk to my shopping list. hmm I still write things down on a piece of paper.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I definitely something to be said for that. I
1: don't like pulling out my phone and having mm-hmm. my phone in my hand as I'm grocery shopping.
0: hmm
1: I just think I will drop it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to constantly put it down and pick it back up. And put it down true. and pick it back up. And it's like, no, I, a, a piece of paper. Because yeah. I can still pick things up with a piece of paper. And if it's something heavier, like say, you know, a case of soda or a case of water, I just take a piece of paper with my coupons and put it in the bottom of the cart and then put in my, my item and then pick my paper and coupons back up again. Mm-hmm. It's I still do like my post-it notes. Years. Yeah, mm-hmm. that this is this is what I prefer. I don't, you know, begrudge people who use prefer to do hey A hey, lady or hey yes lady. Mm-hmm.
0: Not for me though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's surprising as as you're talking about going like physically physically to the grocery store. I mean, I remember my husband does most of the shopping cuz he's he does most of the cooking and he's kind of, you know, he's particular about what types of brands and, and products and stuff that he uses in his cooking and I just remember it taking such a long time. To get through the store and, you know, he'd give me the list. I'd go, you know, based on the list. And a lot of times he wouldn't be too specific about it. But I knew from just, you know, looking in the cupboards and putting the stuff away and cleaning up that, oh, I better ask him which one he wants because there's two of these things here, you know. And so that's what would take so long is the texting back and forth and taking pictures. So we definitely used the technology of our phones to to shop, to grocery shop. Even even with a piece of paper, I still had to text him, you know, back and forth. So he did most of the shopping and then when I would do it, you know, it was it was nice to be able to get out of the house and just kind of peruse the aisles. And there is something meditative about shopping, especially if you're, you know, maybe you do the cooking and you know what you want. But you want to try some new recipe or something. So that's that's why he enjoys it. It's kind of his zen. And that's something that I wouldn't, you know, hey, I don't want to take that away from you. If You want to do the, the, the grocery shopping? I'm all for it. I'll do plenty of other things around the house. Um, but so it was something that always took a long time. And I would have thought that. Since we haven't been going out physically to the grocery store since March, I mean, we've been doing all curbside pickup. And, you know, there's been a few times where my husband would go out, like if it was something at, say, Lowe's or something, you know, a big store with a lot of room and a lot of, you know, room to move around and airflow and everything, you know, with masks and stuff. But for the most part, you know, 99% of the time it's been ordering it online and picking it up curbside or, you know, the few you know, Amazon deliveries and things like that. And so I would have thought that it would have been easier. <laughs> and nope, it it, it, hasn't, it hasn't saved us any time. We're still sitting there in front of the computer together because now you have to kind of like, you, you know what the struggle is, is it used to be that, you know, you'd go out, you'd, you'd find what you were looking for, you knew which aisle it was in, you knew where to get it from, and you knew what you wanted. And then if it wasn't available, you'd either, you know, replan your meals or whatever, or you'd get a substitution. Now it's like you have to put everything in the cart and then you go to checkout and then they say, "Oops, oh, sorry. You know, this isn't available. Well Why did you put it? You know, why did you say it was available anyway? Or there's limitations to things you can only get four cans instead of, you know, six or whatever, if you were planning for a big meal or something. So it has taken the same amount, if not longer at times, because we sit there together and we do it, you know, you would think that by now we would have put together like a, you know, a wish list or like a revolving list of all the things that we get normally, which, you know, that in the, we use like Sam's Club and Walmart for the most part. And there is some of that where it'll say you could just like reorder from the last time, or you could say, you know, take all these things, you know, these are the things you buy frequently. I mean, come on, talk about big brother. I mean, it, it does sort of learn your habits a little bit, but it still takes a long time to load. And, you know, we use the, um, we use the the shopper assistants like Honey and and Rakuten and stuff. You know, what I have found is that some of the websites choke on that. It takes a, a long time for it to load. And there's been times where there has been times where we've gotten an entire cart. And this happened early on. And I think it's because they just the servers and the websites and stuff weren't really equipped to deal with the massive amounts of traffic that was coming their way. And there was several times where... it took us an hour or more to put together a shopping cart and we got it all together and went to check out and lost everything and had to start all over again. Like that has happened. And I think it's in part because A, you know, it just wasn't built to handle the traffic and the load and those plugins, those extensions that were loading in the browser were making it so that it was taking really long because it had to keep constantly, you know, parsing information and tracking everything that you did. So a couple of times I've had to just disable them and then do my shopping. And then, if I remembered to turn it back on. Um, so it's gotten a little bit better.
1: Coupons,
0: you yeah, know, and I use yeah, coupons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And from what I've been told, uh, if you use a grocery store that uses Instacart, mm-hmm. you're charged more. So, oh, for really? example, this is what my cousin mm. told me who does the shopping in Long Island or his mother in Florida.
0: Oh, my goodness. For, for the Insta, oh. Yeah.
1: Because you, you know, yeah. she has a Publix. Yeah. And let's say Publix has a sale on something two for five dollars for a particular item. Regular price might be three ninety nine. Uh-huh. So if you go physically to the store, it's two for five dollars.
0: Uh-huh. Not
1: when you go through Instacart; it's three ninety nine. Yeah. You don't
0: mm-hmm. get those sales. So that's plus. A there's a fee because somebody's cho- shopping for you, yeah. right? But
1: I think there's a fee only if you spend less than X amount of dollars. I know Shane told oh, me with Walmart okay. if you spend fifty dollars, it's free.
0: Uh-huh. So, yeah, do, yeah. I think it's 35.
1: Yeah. For him, you have it's date:
0: Oh, really? I wonder Maybe why it's, so it's much based hair. on the state. And he yeah, said what he'll do
1: is he'll do a shop every you know month or so a big, you know, because mm-hmm. he's got a food line close by so he can run in there if he just needs milk or bread or something. But he'll do the big shop at Walmart through the Walmart app. And then he mm-hmm. just calls them when he gets there and they load up his car and, and yep. that's that. Mm-hmm. But what I don't like, I want to pick everything out myself, especially yep. <laughs> when it comes to meat and produce. You know, mm-hmm. what, if, what if the bananas that give me are too green? What yeah. if they're too yellow? Um, yep. And also another thing I like about shopping is as you're walking down the aisles, right, you're in produce, you know in your head, I need salad mix, I need tomatoes, I need cucumber. And then as you're walking, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I need lemons. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Or,
1: oh, look, the price went down in
0: raspberries. Let me grab yep. some raspberries. You're not it's going to do so that online. So different. Yep. That's why that's why it takes so much longer because you lose that. And like I said, I mean it's kind of a meditative experience. There is something zen about going shopping. I don't know what it is. It there's some psychological, you know, I guess they call it retail therapy, and I used to scoff at that and think, "Oh god, that's just consumerism for the sake of consumerism." But no, there's there's definitely something to it. Maybe maybe it like um, maybe it's our hunter gather instinct that it that it kind of pings, and maybe that's what there is about it that's attractive. That we're hunting and gathering in a, in a digital sense. It's not quite the same. So yeah, it does. Yeah, you miss out on sales, or oh yeah, I need that, or inspiration. You know those things that get you when they put them on the end caps. They're they're there for a reason. You know the the psychological aspect of it is is some of it's the same. A lot of is really really disrupted. So, uh you know, so reminders app is something that I rely heavily on and that i I do not want to part with and you know, I will try other things and and I have but nothing nothing just does it for me when it comes to this the Siri integration being able to talk to my to my watch because that's another thing is you know i've I'll talk up about this a little bit later but i I got a new phone. But I, the, the whole goal is to spend less time on my phone. I've really been trying to stop staring at my phone so much and do other things that we'll, we'll talk about later. But being able to do everything from my watch with just my, my AirPods Pro in has been really liberating. And so I've been trying to kind of hone that. And I like that everything syncs and that I can talk to it. And, it, you know, a lot of times it's like I get really stressed out and overwhelmed and I'm terrified I'm going to forget something. And being able to say, hey you know, remind me to do this, or, you know, even if it's just the laundry, or go check the mail, or, you know, the kids, you know, medication, there's there's all these little things that we have to be reminded of, you know, we're a family of four. So there's, there's a lot going on. But it takes a little bit of that anxiety away for me to be able to say, hey, remind me to do this, then I kind of like offload it, you know, what I mean, I offload my brain, I kind of do a brain dump into it. So um one of the things that I wanted to, to discuss a little bit is the fact that um, in, in episodes previous, I had said, you know, this is before we upgraded to Catalina. I talked about the importance of, of making it back up because, like I said, this is so important to me. I don't want to lose any of these lists. And I was really disappointed when I found out when I upgraded to Catalina, I went to go. Remember, I was laughing at myself because I had lost the um, I had set up lists for the kids' school schedule. I had set up a bell schedule for each of the kids. And that was, that's one thing. Yeah. And I, here I had backed it up because I followed my own advice. And I always say, you know, make a backup, export, actually go in, to the Reminders app and make an export of the lists individually, same with calendars, because, you know, some there's just things that can go wrong and things that might not come back when you go to do that big upgrade. And that's one of those things where I just, oh, those are my little prized possessions and I don't want to lose that. Well, I went to go because I was experimenting. I'm still working on this for a future episode. I still do want to explore the whole idea of a bell schedule. I mean, we've been kind of just coping and, and getting by, but it was one of those itches that I just wanted to scratch. I wanted to just see, you know, what if I, you know, which tool would be the best for this? And, you know, because I'm a geek, I, I like to explore those kinds of things. And so I was really disappointed to find out that you cannot in macOS Catalina, you cannot export your reminders. You can still do it with calendars, but reminders is a whole separate animal. It's just it's treated totally different. And I don't know what the deal is. And I've done some research on it. And nope, there's there's not a native way to do it. Um, you know, there's a couple of drawbacks. There's, you know, it's we're talking about the the new version of reminders that's in Catalina and in iOS 13 and then iOS 14 now. And, you know, there's some things that, that I don't like about it, but it's still, you know, functions, it still works, it still takes my requests, it still offloads my brain. It's just that there's things about it that that don't work the way that I would either expect them to, or um, it's it's not quite fully baked. Like, for example, in the Mac, you can't assign reminders. So I've been trying to use it as a, a way to teach the kids to be more independent about doing chores around the house. And so, you know, I'll put her in a, a repetitive reminder as a task list to say, hey, you know, check the mail on, you know, these days, you know, you, kid, you know, thing one, go check the mail on these days and thing two, go check the mail on these days, you know, I'm trying to to organize things a little bit so that I can get more stuff done for myself. And all they have to do is just check the list. And it's just one of those never any things that it either works or it doesn't. And so on the on the phone, on the iOS version or on the iPad, you can assign tasks to a person that you've shared your list with. And I think that's really wonderful because then I can say to the kids, OK, look at your assigned to me list. And then it kind of filters things out so they're not overwhelmed but you can't do the assignments from the Mac end of things, at least not in Catalina. So if anybody's listening and and they're like, oh, you know, all you have to do is upgrade a big Sur and it's there, I would love I would love to know that. That's something I'll have to dig into later. So for the time being, you cannot make exports of your reminders lists. And you can't assign, and this is all in the Mac, you cannot assign tasks to individual people from the Mac. So hopefully that's changed in Big Sur. But in the meantime, I was looking for a way to make an export because I also wanted to have like you know something that said okay, these tasks were completed by you know this child, and then I wouldn't have to you know keep scrolling down saying show me all the completed tasks. I wanted a way to kind of automate that system, and so the closest that I did come to it was there is a script. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Gary Rosenwig from MacMost.com. He's a really great explainer. I'll have a link to this in the show notes, but he did. Um, do a a really extensive YouTube video about how to use the Automator app to run a script that will basically take your completed items, or not completed items, and you can specify, you know, which, which it is that you want. And it will export it to a text snippet that you can basically, you know, paste into something else. So for example, I wanted to take a bunch of completed tasks and copy and paste that into a list in say my day one journal. If I'm trying to keep track of, you know, part of the pandemic is the stress is like, oh my God, what did I, what did I do all day long? I don't feel like I accomplished anything. And, you know, this was kind of a, a mindful, you know, way to kind of, you know, get at yourself thinking, no, actually you did do a lot of things. You got out of bed and you dressed yourself and you brushed your teeth you know not that i would put that on a list but you know there there are things you know check the mailbox like okay i actually did make it out of the house today you know little things like that 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 can boost your your esteem a little bit and and kind of help you get through the day just a little mental hack so anyway um i'll put that link in the show notes and you can check that out in case you have been looking for something like that. And this is the closest we can get to it. And unless they have built something in Big Sur, or what I'm really looking for is a a shortcut in iOS that that will take that text and then, you know, make it into like a, a recurring journal entry or something like that. So, so that was something that I spent some time geeking out about. And I was pretty proud of myself that I actually was able to follow along with his instructions and make an automator script. And actually, it's, you know, it's now a menu item, and I can actually do the thing. So I wanted to share that. So um, so still be looking into that and finding ways to export your lists or finding some way to back it up because it is, it, you put a lot of work and effort into it. So you do want to kind of protect that stuff. So uh, that was reminders. And then um, blowing off Steam and, and gaming, that's that's something else that we've been doing. I know you're not much of a, a gamer, are you? Not is there no, no games no. that you play, no. not even like Words with Friends. <laughs> well, I do Words with Friends.
1: Funny okay. thing about Words with Friends, though, is I normally yeah. play with my husband. Do you? So we have a game <laughs> going back and forth. We also do still play Letterpress. But on Words with Friends, people are using it as either a scam or as a place to pick up women.
0: I'll I'm not out. really Aww. sure
1: because I will get requests. You have any new boyfriend? Okay, <laughs> I don't care. You know, like there's a couple people I've played numerous games against and we just go back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, whoever wins, wins, loses, loses, whatever. And we just play another game against <laughs> each other. I'll get these men. They'll play a word and then I play a word and then they'll play a word and I play a word. And then it's, hey, hi, where are you from? And I don't respond. All of a sudden they disappear. Hmm gone like they never existed and it's like mm-hmm. oh my god not again uh, like, i'm here right. to play a game i'm not yeah. here to find a guy uh. <laughs> i just want to play words with friends <laughs> that
0: stinks that stinks yeah. Yep. so, gotta, so that's gotta, it gotta i don't it. do
1: <laughs> yeah so i don't do like huh. xbox ps5 which is the new thing out now or apple yeah. arcade i don't do any of those yeah. kind of yeah. thing i don't
0: have an apple tv either so uh-huh yeah well, so I, I did want to talk about the gaming aspect a little bit because, unfortunately, um, as much as we like to game in this household, the Apple Arcade just, unfortunately, it's just not cutting it. We ended up deciding to um, to suspend or you know cancel our subscription. I I was really sad to do it. I really wanted to like it. I really did. But it just, it wasn't compelling enough. And, you know, the kids would, they'd pick some games. Now, you know, I have now a high schooler and an elementary kiddo. So I have a ninth grader and I have a a fifth grader. And it's a world of difference as far as the, the kinds of games that they're into and, you know, the older one. So we don't let him play stuff with a lot of like there's no sexual content in it, but like he can play stuff that has more gore in it now. You know, like we're we're a little bit more comfortable with that. I mean, I don't like it, but he can handle it. Whereas like the little one is really sensitive. So it's just that's not, you know, I don't want him playing that kind of stuff. And then the socialization aspect of it is just so different where. My oldest has a group of kids like he has a I don't know, it's about five or I mean, it's a half a dozen kids. They get together on Discord and they I mean, Nintendo's where it's at. Minecraft is where it's at. So occasionally like if they'll play, they'll play either Nintendo games or they'll play Minecraft and then they'll let the little brother join in. You know, so he plays with the older kids. And so he gets kind of his socialization in that way. But unfortunately, he's too little enough like Doing remote school is has been just it's it's been awful for kids trying to make new friends. You know, in ele- elementary school that's where they're kind of laying down their roots and they're making friends and things change so much from year to year between kids moving in and out of the district. You know, you get new kids or you know, kids that have been there for a while they they leave, they have to move out of state or they they change schools or They might be kids that are still in school, but they've kind of mixed the roster around, you know, they've like mixed classes. And I'm sure there's there's reasons for why they do that or kids test in and out of different um, different areas and and classes. You might not have the same kids in math that you did last year, for example. So that in and of itself is difficult when the kids are there in person. But now mixing that they're all getting together on Zoom and they're just there to learn. And there really hasn't been much you know, like there's a there's built in time for a recess and occasionally they'll watch a movie together, but it's awful. Like it's a terrible experience because not all the kids can stream and sometimes it's glitchy and it's just not that great of a shared experience when it comes to trying to get together and cuddle up and watch a movie together, although they try. But socialization is just it's it's just not there and it's it's really sad. And nowadays, you know, first it was like With everybody having allergies, you know, and and I know what that's like now too, you can't just bake cookies and take them to the school. You know what I mean? Because everything has to be store-bought. And there's reasons for that, good reasons for that to keep everybody safe. They don't want want the kids sharing food because somebody could have an allergy and get really, really sick and and be harmed by that. And then the same is true of like privacy. You can't just like you know, I used to think, well, well let's join a PTO or a PTA and let's have a let's have a phone list. Let's let's make a phone tree, you know, have everybody share their contact information with each other. Mm-mm. People don't want to do that. They didn't want to do that when it was in person. And now it's like, forget it. I mean, you you don't have parents popping into the Zoom and like, hey, can can Johnny and Susie, you know, can we set up like a, a little game time after school? Like, no, you can't do that because it's just not. It's like, it's like bad etiquette, I guess, or bad form or something. You just can't do that. You can't ask for information. You can't just, like, share, you know, phone numbers and contact information. At least nobody's tried that I've, that I've seen. Well, so that's things have really changed
1: because that's what we did yeah. when my kids yeah. were in school. I was, especially because I was the home, you know, the, the, the room parent. Mm. So I had mm-hmm. everybody's name, address, and phone number because I had to yeah. call all the parents. Plus, uh-huh. we also had a treat.
0: Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. had
1: the phone tree because in case of an emergency, whether it was school was closed because of weather or maybe there was a uh, power lines were down or there was a flood or some reason that our particular school was closed, they call the room parents and then the room parents might call two or three other people. And then we just start calling so that wow. all the parents knew okay, there's mm-hmm. no school today, but you are going yeah. back tomorrow. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what I would use if one of my kids said, hey, I want to play with little little Johnny, I could say, oh, uh-huh. there's the phone number, then call the parent. Right. Yeah, just so, zip it through your we, little and we, index. <laughs> and we also had a directory. Our school uh-huh. had a directory yeah. with everybody's phone number. So you well, you, there used to be the a phone book.
0: book. Everybody's yeah. name and number was in a phone book. So you could look them up. You could even see where people lived. I mean, it is. It, it is so different. And that's what blows my mind about this whole thing is that, like, I grew up with that. I grew up with with a mom that did that kind of stuff. I, I grew up with... And I kind of tried to be that kind of really involved parent with getting, you know, getting to know people and and gathering. And like, that's why this has been so difficult for me, because I'm the mom. I don't know if if you did this with your kids, but I'm the mom who, like, I I didn't so much like my kids going to other kids' homes. I, I was very uncomfortable about letting them sleep over at other people's places, but... Because I'm just afraid he cat like that. But I was the mom that wanted to have all the kids over. Like I was hosting game days here at at the house. You know, we talked about that in in previous episodes. That's why I was so excited for Apple Arcade because I thought, oh, this would be really cool. You know, we'll have the kids over. They, you know, a handful of them have iPhones. We can use them as as gaming devices and stuff. And and I did try to do that, but no, it it was Nintendo. Nintendo still has has the the hold on us. But yeah, so I mean, that's the point is that I, I like that networking. I am that social butterfly of a mom that I wanted to get to know all the moms, all the families, all the kids, you know, I wanted to know what the kids were into, because I think that's the best way for your kids to make friends and maintain these relationships. And, you know, luckily, I had done a little bit of it with my with my younger son. In fact, I had more of a network with with my youngest than I did with my oldest, because I kind of learned the hard way. And I didn't, I wished I would have gotten in there sooner Whereas like with my youngest, I started volunteering as soon as he was in kindergarten, you know, so I was kind of in there on campus, you know, getting to know people, getting to know faces. You know, when I dropped the kids off, I'd wave to five people, you know, it's a nice small little community like that. Um, But when people move away, you know, then you kind of lose touch with that. But, you know, like I said, I tried. We tried creating phone trees, but I don't know if it's just... If it's just the millennial parents, like if it's a newer, cause I'm, I'm an older parent by, I know I'm younger than you, but I'm older. When I look at the other parents of, of my kids at school, I'm an older mom, you know, by, by a lot. There's a lot of younger parents compared to me. And I wonder, I don't know if it's, if it's that because it seems like. Nobody wants to give out their email address or because they're not even using email anyway, let's face it. But nobody wants to really give out their phone number or put it on a list because everybody's kind of like privacy aware and you know, there's 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 safety protocols, you know, there might be um, you know, an abuse situation or a family situation that's that's, you know, where the child they don't want their picture taken. So yeah, I mean, you can't like you have to be really careful about Taking pictures and making sure that, you know, you're not sharing that stuff on social media or that you have permission. It's all very consent driven, which, yeah, I can get behind, but it really makes it difficult to um, to, to grow that network and, and, and make those friends. And so, yeah, like a a PTO or something, when I said, Hey, let's, you know, pass a list around and everybody sign up. People are like, Hmm, that feels a lot like opting into something. (laughs) You know, I just was really kind of surprised at the, at the pushback that I saw where no people did not want to do that, but it was like, Hey, you know, if you, if you find me on Facebook, then I'll friend you. Or if you find me on Instagram, you know, then I'll follow you back. So that's the way that, the gen this generation of parents is networking and socializing. They're using social media, and you know I like that. But it's like I don't want maybe to friend everybody. You know I don't want everybody seeing all of my business. I'm very picky about about who I friend. So I'm kind of guarded myself. You know, in, in just a, a different way, I would have had, I would have been more comfortable with just sharing my phone number and saying, "Hey, text me or email me, and then we can make plans." Versus, oh, now I gotta, you know. Pre-stock somebody and then go, you know, friend them on Facebook. So that's made it really, really difficult. And so, you know, we started out just before the pandemic with Apple Arcade, and you know, thought this would be a great way to game and, and play games with the kids. But like I said, I mean, it, it's still dominated by by, by um, Minecraft and Nintendo, so it just hasn't been compelling enough to to stick around. So for the time being, so we canceled our our subscription. Um, the kids are still playing. Uh, uh, Among Us. Have you have you heard of this Among Us game? I've heard game? of
1: it. Yeah, I've heard of it.
0: <laughs> it's actually really, really fun and exciting. And I mean, the kids kind of squeal with delight. So they are gaming. They are playing these games. And they're playing on their iPhones and, and, and the iPad, believe it or not. And what's nice about Among Us is it is cross-platform. So... You know, the kids don't have to have all the same kind of systems, and yet they can still play it. And then they use Discord to communicate with each other. So they're actually talking to each other and hearing each other's voices, but they're not seeing each other. So they are missing out on on that aspect of it. But they are still socializing, and they're still happy. Like, I'm still hearing giggling and, oh, my God, no way, you know. Oh, you know, get out of there. You cheated. And, you know, so they're still playing. And, and play is incredibly important. And so luckily with my high schooler, he has laid some roots down and he does have, like a, like I said, a half a dozen kids or so that he is communicating with. They are playing together. But then my little one is kind of left out because he only has like two friends and one of them moved really far away and they don't have like a good Internet connection or something. You know, so that's the difficult thing is like you can see, I guess, this this whole digital, the, the digital aspect of the pandemic is really highlighting the inequities, you know, that it's pitting the haves and the have nots against each other. So kids that might want to play together, they can't because they don't have, you know, like we have a data cap. So we have to be careful. And like, you know, I'm not letting my oldest Download Fortnite, which is like twenty-five gigs. You know, I'm like, all right, you have to wait until you know we're not doing video streaming for for school all the time. You know, just like little things like that that are little gotchas that you know you might want to do it. And like another kid has an unlimited data plan, so they don't have that worry. Or you know, this kid has these devices and this kid doesn't. Or this kid has internet access, but they don't have the speed. So bandwidth is, hearing, a, is a yeah, huge I'm thing. I'm hearing
1: stories of people going to McDonald's parking lots mm-hmm, to do their mm-hmm. homework. I mean, entire families so the kids can do their homework. Yep, and the parents can get online to do their work for their jobs yep they because in fact they do that they, around here yeah either they don't have it where they live mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like like where where shane is yeah that's why they had to so order so many hotspots. it wasn't an issue of not being able to afford to pay for internet it's that the internet companies won't lay the, the yeah. cables yep for them to purchase the internet ability
0: it's it's turned everything on its head because you know like you said yeah it's not a matter of not being able to afford it like here we are you know we're more of a low income family but we have we're surrounded by technology because of what I do what my husband does you know we're geeks we're nerds and we work in this stuff and we get a lot of hand me downs and a lot of people you know they donate stuff and so we are resourceful in that so we're very wealthy when it comes to technology but then other kids don't don't have it we were just talking about this the other day where um we were looking at you know things like for example the the AT&T bill you know right before the pan- you know right as this pandemic was happening that's when my oldest was supposed to go on his class trip right this was going to be the first time that he was going to be away from us in another state for several days you know so we were like preparing and we put him on our cell phone plan because you know he was running into a situation where we had him on a little track phone uh plan but he would run out of texts and then, you know, then he'd be the social pariah because he couldn't continue the conversation because he was out of text or he had to switch to Google Voice or, you know, some other thing. They they'd find some other way to make it work. And... So we thought, well, we'll put him on our on our plan so that he has unlimited texting and he won't have to go through that. But well, we were only thinking of him. We weren't thinking about all the other kids that are having the same kind of issues. So once he got on an un- unlimited plan, then he was able to text with his friends. But then there were other kids that were getting dropped off of the conversation. So what they all ended up doing was they all went and got on Discord and they created all of these, you know, groups and stuff. And now that's what they use. And the the AT&T cellular plan is pointless. So here we are stuck in this contract now because we added a line and we're not making any use of it. But we, you know, we, we had a good, compelling reason to do it when we did it. And then, you know, pandemic came and it was like, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> nope, you know, you, no soup for you. So, so now they use Discord for everything, and, and the texting thing is a thing of the past. It's not. It's not an issue now. They just need data, and with everybody being at home, they're not. You know, they're not drawing on their data plan. So it's just all these these disruptions. You know, all these things that we thought were going to work, and now they missed the mark, or they just didn't. They didn't hold up, you know, it just wasn't something that held up. And Apple Arcade, sadly, it missed the mark. It wasn't something that was able to hold up. There's just, I, I hope that they'll, I hope that Apple will study things like Among Us and find out, like, why is this such a hit? Or, you know, get some kind of big breakout game or something. And maybe that's what will put it on the map. But most of my kids' friends, you know, like, you don't have an Apple TV. They, they don't have, they don't even know what an Apple TV is or, you know, why, we, why you would want one. Um, they do play games on their phones, but none of them really want to spring for the the monthly uh, fee to play apple arcade there's just not enough compelling hit titles for them so so that was something that that we had to cut back on um and that's okay We'll we'll find other ways but it was just something that i really wanted to like and there are some really neat games but you know it's what's happening too the other thing that kind of put the nail in the coffin for us was you know we said to him we said to the kids we we're like you know we're thinking about, we're evaluating, you know, our bills we're trying to conserve and stuff. And, you know, what, do we, what should we do about Arcade? And so, you know, Nate and I and the kids sat down and we kind of looked at some of the games, the new games that had come out. You know, is there anything, you know, really cool? And you'd find one or two and, oh, you know, this looks really great. And you watch the the preview, the trailer and that stuff. And you go to download it and either A, oh, you know, it's for the newer Apple TV, the the apple tv the fourth gen that we have isn't up to snuff or you know maybe if we want to download it it was like three gigs you know and then we didn't have enough room because we only have a 32 gigabyte hard drive so you know there's those kind of gotchas that we ran into so you know until they iron out all that kind of stuff and they make it you know either a equitable or b you know just have compelling gameplay that's shared across you know not just like one or two kids gaming by themselves with um, what is it called the game center you know you can take turns and stuff it's just not i don't know it's not fully baked for some reason it's just not enough i even tried to get turn my dad onto it because he's on our on our uh, shared family plan and I was like dad you know you like playing games he's a gamer i mean I always gamed with him as a kid and he likes word games you know like like you were saying um maybe that's what he's using them for actually <laughs> no um, but uh, I, I tried to turn him onto it and when Every time I talk to him, I think we'd start talking about it. And then I think he would feel ashamed because he doesn't like to admit that he's playing games on his phone. I guess that, that's a source of shame for him for some reason. I yeah, think it's fun. But yeah,
1: yeah, there's nothing to be ashamed
0: of. Well, he's always like, oh, I'm sitting on my butt too long and I need to get out, be active." You know, he's trying to like give me the he's trying to preach to me and he has hey, to you're using practice your brain. what he I preaches. mean, think about
1: it. You're doing yeah. words with friends, you're doing letter press, you're taking the, mm-hmm. the the letters that are in front of you and you're trying to come up with a high point word
0: that's a good to point beat your yeah. opponent.
1: So, mm-hmm. you're using your brain and you and it's not like you have every letter you want. It's You know, like I was telling Tom the other day, I said, You're killing me in words with friends this game because all I'm getting is vowels. I can't come up with words with E, 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 A, 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 I, O. That's just not going to work. And then when they give you the option to trade, you can swap letters. They give them back to me. You know, I will trade in an E and they give me back an E. I'm like, This is not helpful.
0: It's like trying to fail at, at a uh, wheel of fortune or something. I wanted to buy a vowel. No, just take all the vowels. Get them away. Yeah, it's yeah. like okay, a seven point word. Yay. <laughs> maybe, maybe if Apple Arcade had more of those games. I mean, there's Laces, then there's Dear Reader. I mean, there are a couple of of word games that are that are like that, that kind of stimulates that area of the brain. But I don't think there's enough of them. And they, I don't know, they, they're just, they're not his speed or they're not his style. So, but he is playing word games. So I'm really, really excited that he's doing that. In fact, you know what? It, it just reminded me of this. Yesterday we were FaceTiming. And we got to talking about something, and I realized later because he told me about this this word game that he was playing. It's like a crossword where you have to guess what the word is, you know. And I figured it out. I put two two together. He was pumping me for information. <laughs> oh, he needed help with the word. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So I helped him solve like three three word puzzles that he was stuck on. I was like, Oh, great. This is this is what you need from me, huh? <laughs> So we're still gaming. It's just not going to be with Apple Arcade right now. It's going to be with other stuff. So so that's another. Gaming is another thing that we've been doing to blow off steam and, you know, help with, with the fatigue. And, you know, it's one of the ways we've been coping. So what about working out? You know, WF. Uh, H stands for work from home, but can also stand for work out from home. And in your case, you're not necessarily working from home, but you're working out from home. Do you want to give us a little bit of a review on Fitness Plus it finally came out?
1: Yeah. So as I've mentioned before, the pan- because of the pandemic, everything in New York State shut down around March 16th, which was a few days before my gym membership was about to be renewed. I haven't been back to the gym since, even though the gym is open, and as far as the owner knows, not a single case has been traced back to him, and I know he's gone over and above. I'm just still a little, eh, not really.
0: I don't blame But it. I
1: need to do something, because let me tell you. I need know, to work off lie. the roast. <laughs> I I weigh more than I've ever weighed in my entire life. I'm not going to tell you oh, what that number too. is, but let's just say it is too much. <laughs> So I've been waiting to sign up for the trial for the Fitness Plus, but I waited because, um, well, first of all, by the time it finally was, was it December 14th, I think it was released, I ended up hurting my back, Mm. doing an exercise. Mm -hmm. I have a very delicate back, and it went down my sciatica. I'm like, okay, I could barely stand, let alone work out. So that finally went away, and I said, after Christmas. So yesterday, I signed up for it. So you get a month free for the trial. You get three months free if you recently purchased an Apple watch. Uh-huh. But Best Buy, if you're a rewards member, which is totally free to join, you get two months free. Huh. So it's so like I, five, six months? No, so you get two months free if you mm-hmm. go through Best Buy. So if you didn't buy a watch, like I, I didn't oh, buy a okay. watch recently, uh-huh. and I said, well, I want more than one month, but I can get two yeah. months. So I said, okay, I great. So I went on to Best Buy's website and I jumped through all the hoops to get the, co- you know, and then email you a code. I did this uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago. Because I get but three months free
0: anyway. I'm wondering if you can right. add that together well, or not. I doubt it. Probably not. Mm-hmm.
1: But I figured, well, two months isn't three, but it's better than one. Mm-hmm. I said, that, that's fine. That'll be good. So I, I get the code and it says, and, it, and within the email, it tells you to just click this link and then enter the code and you'll be all set. Well, when you click the link, it doesn't exist. Oh, No, like mm. uh, it brings you to an app. It's allegedly it's Apple.com, but it's not. Mm. It's not one of their domains. It's just like, oh man, what am I supposed to do mm. now?
0: Some oh, I ended up going thing. on.
1: I ended up going on chat. Mm-hmm. Well, that took ten minutes before I was even connected, mm. and then the chat itself was forty minutes because the guy had no idea. Yeah, eventually at one point, he's a call going, center well, somewhere. Well, can you send me a screenshot of what the email looked like? I'm like, oh. yeah, okay, mm. so. So, what ended up happening is they issued me a new code. And where you had to enter it is where you would enter a gift card code. So, I'm wondering if that's where I should have put the Best Buy code in the first place. Mm-hmm. If I had just copied and pasted it into redeem this gift card, if that would have worked. Hmm. But for whatever reason, when I entered the code, it gave me four months free. <gasps> nice. I don't know why. And I even told the guy that. I said, he goes, did it work? And I said, yeah. First he says to me, do I need to sh- explain to you how to enter the code? I'm like, yeah, I already got <laughs> it. I got it. it. <laughs> I'm good. Um, I said, I've already yeah. entered it. I said, it gave me four months. And he goes, okay.
0: Cool. I'm like,
1: okay. So that was so, worth it. Uh, yeah. So you just enter it. So where, where you would just enter it where you would normally put a, a gift card code.
0: Uh-huh. So just that's open that's up, the Open the up trick. the app,
1: clipped on your icon and, you know, your face and just enter it that way. So that was good. So yesterday, I did three classes. I did strength, I did yoga, and I did a mindful cool down. The strength was about a 21-minute class. It's 20 minutes. But then, you know, they talk to you for a minute at the beginning to tell you what to expect, what they're going to be mm-hmm. doing, and so forth. So it's about 21 minutes. I burned 52 calories. Yoga was 21 minutes and 36 seconds, and I burned 78 calories, and the cool-down was 5 minutes and 48 seconds for 16 calories. Hmm. So on the negative, and I'm not blaming Apple for this, it was 48 minutes of exercise, but I only burned 146 calories. Mm -hmm. Seems like a low price. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. for me, for my body, and I I don't know how other people, this works, but for my Mm -hmm. body, if I need to burn calories, I need to do cardio, Mm -hmm. doing strength training, or machine training, you know, when I used to go to the gym and lift weights or use the different machines. I burned very little. It was when I was on the treadmill or when I went and I walked the track. That's yeah, when the that calories were burning for me. But mm-hmm. you know, for other people that could be they could do all strength training and burn hundreds of calories. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is different. Right. How they how they burn the calories. So it's like a lot of the videos that you see in other services where there's three people in the video. You've got the trainer standing in the front. And then you have a person a little bit behind them on either side, one person who does whatever the trainer is doing, and then one person who does the modifications.
0: Hmm, Interesting. And so it's easy it's to more, follow them?
1: Um, it depends on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, for yeah, example, my big
0: question is, how do you know if you're doing it correctly? That's, well, that's what keeps me from trying it.
1: You don't. Because obviously they're not there saying to you, okay, lift lift your hips up higher when you're doing your down dog, or Mm -hmm. don't 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 curl your back as much. So, but they but they give you a lot of uh,
0: see that's what I do like about the We Fit is that it does have that kind of like a I'll call it a biofeedback where it does tell you you know, that you're holding it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, and I like that. I like somebody telling me, you know, you, you, know, you, you got to change this or change that, you know, because okay. I'm, I'm one of those people where unless I see it in a mirror that I don't see that I'm, you know, my my hips are parallel and I'm always worried about that stuff. So did you okay. do it on your iPad? Did you yeah, place I, your I iPad yeah, on a table I or something? I don't
1: have the Apple TV, you know, so uh-huh. just, I'm, obviously listeners, I'm showing this, my iPad to Melissa right now. So uh-huh. that's what the screen looks like. Okay. Okay. So across the top, it says Fitness Plus, and it says um, HIIT, which is the high-intensity interval workout, the training, yoga, core, strength, treadmill, cycling, rowing, dance, and mindful cool-down. This morning, I did a 10-minute core, eh, and then I did a dance, which…
0: Dance um, sounds like fun, actually.
1: Yeah, well… Was it fun? (laughs) It was fine, and that's what brought my cardio up, so I burned a decent amount of calories doing that for 20 minutes. Okay. It's just that there's a reason why I do not do this in public. Uh-huh. I did one Zumba class at the gym. You know, everybody's going to the left, I'm going to the right. I tried a Zumba at home because I had mentioned before that uh, my uh-huh. former gym taped a lot of their uh, their classes and they uh-huh. put them all up on YouTube, which yeah. is how I hurt my sciatica the other uh-huh. day. And. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
0: I'm not worried about embarrassing myself as much as I am worried about hurting myself. <laughs> so, but, but no, but doing the dance is, is it corny?
1: No, um, I don't think at least the one that I did is, I don't think there's anything that's going to hurt you.
0: Okay, that's good. It's just that I couldn't keep up. Did they, well, they, did they have different activity levels, like for beginners and that sort of well, thing? Well, like, how do you get started with, it? Do, you, okay, do you pick a so level? Okay, well, okay. So for example,
1: I want to do dance. So it has here, I can filter my mm. uh, dance. It says 13 results. So I've got one, two, three, three different teachers. Mm. I can do a 20 minute or a 30 minute. And for the music, I can do hip hop, Latin grooves or throwback hips. 20 minutes is so a long i can time. so i can so i can say well i want 20 minutes okay so mm-hmm. then it narrows it down a little bit more i want throwback hits okay so now it narrows it down a little bit more and then i can say done and it's showing me dance with ben which is the one that i did this morning mm-hmm. because i wanted 20 minutes and i wanted something with and it was music from the 90s
0: so then do you set your apple watch to the dance workout then? you don't do a
1: thing oh. you just oh. hit the you just hit the play Get out. button and your watch automatically oh, says really? okay she's doing dance and then in the upper left corner it shows you your it shows you what you would see on your watch your current heart rate oh, get how out. many minutes how long huh. has elapsed and how many calories you've burned and then oh, in the upper neat. right corner it shows you what your current rings are and huh. a couple of different points it will say you know, you've been standing you know for 5 hours you've burned you know 120 calories so far and you've done ten minutes of exercise, you know what? So exactly, uh-huh. whatever is represented on your watch is represented on the screen. And then when you're done, you hit the stop button. When we you know when the, when your class is over, you hit the stop button, and then your watch shows summary, just huh. like you would hit the stop button. Oh, or the so end that's how you got that watch. report of
0: how many calories you yeah. burned and for how many minutes. Yeah. Oh, so you,
1: neat. And the Same thing would be whether you did it on your phone or whether you did it on your Apple TV. Uh-huh. So, and they're always showing. Like a, this one, for example, it says, more of what you do. It says, like your last workout, dance with Ben. So it shows a different, with the same, hmm. uh, the same instructor, but this one time he's using hip-hop R&B music. So it learns has, from you. Uh, Yesterday, I did a strength workout with Bettina, and it says, new, another strength workout, strength with Bettina, 20 minutes, pure dance. So it's strength, but it's dance, um, it's strength workout, but it's dance music. That's cool. Uh, this one, Yoga with Molly, a new one, using hip-hop music, because I think I did a yoga with her, and it was chill. And Molly is an older woman. Mm. And the one thing I noticed, too, that I like is some of the people are not, um, you know, the real thin people oh, that are standing good. in the back. You've uh-huh. got some people who are a little bit larger, which is good because not everybody who works out is real yeah. thin. You yeah, that's intimidating.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, you, you know, people yeah. want to see trainers and... Um, you know, people that look like them. Yeah,
0: representation is everything. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so so that's good. And then it also has a preview. So if you look at one and you go, hmm, I wonder if I would like this one, mm-hmm. you have about a minute preview where they'll show you a couple of exercises, and the trainer says, hey, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing a set of four exercises and we're going to repeat them twice or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it was interesting. So the strength training I did, or not the strength training, the uh, core I did this morning, eh, mm mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll do that one again, but I think before I start repeating, I want to try a lot of different ones because I want to find yeah. trainers that I might relate to more than other trainers or the type of music or the type of exercises they do. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at some of them and I know I can't do them just because of my back. Uh-huh, right. So
0: I wonder, uh, is there any kind of advice like that about- yeah, you know, Well, yeah, what they This do, is for back pain to avoid this, if you have well, this they tell you
1: If they tell you with the person who's on the left, that's the person who's modifying. So, mm-hmm. for example, when you do a plank, they have you on your toes, on your hands, in a straight line. If mm-hmm. you can't do that, watch, you know, Mary, who's in the back. She's on her knees. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so, I think it's okay. also a lot of common sense. I know That's when I took good. Pilates classes at the gym. There are certain things I cannot do mm-hmm. because my body does not bend that way. And because mm-hmm. of my back and because I have that scoliosis and a twisted hip. There's certain things I physically cannot do. I Mm -hmm. just, you know, like one of the exercises they did today for core was getting up. No, it wasn't for core. It was for um, the strength yesterday. It Mm -hmm. was laying on your stomach, lifting your legs a few inches off the floor, and you would like open, close, open, close like a scissor. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you would lift your arms in the air and bring them back, bring your elbows back. Well, you would need, I would need a paramedic. If I ever tried that, yeah. because my back would snap. Uh huh. Yeah. So what I did is I kept my legs on the floor and I just did the arm part. Okay. You know. So and it's when it motivating to, you and guiding yeah. you still. And when mm-hmm. it starts to hurt, mm-hmm. roll back into a um, either a down dog to stretch out the back, or mm-hmm. I would just roll back into a child's pose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the exercise police is going to be there going, "Oh, Melissa, <laughs> right? You were <laughs> supposed to leg jump higher. to the right, and mm-hmm. you jump to the left, uh-huh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right?" So. You just need to have some common sense. And when yeah. you do something, if you physically cannot do it or if it hurts, don't do it anymore. Or if you're uh-huh. using weights and then you're using a 10 pound weight and that's too heavy, drop down to an eight pound weight or a five pound uh-huh. weight and then work your way back up. There's no shame in that.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, so well, that far, sounds more like interesting
0: it. than I thought it would be. I yeah, like the so fact far, that it kind of like automates it. it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the nice part. And they're constantly coming out with new exercises. Because some of them Mm -hmm. I saw as of today weren't there
0: yesterday. Oh, so they're keeping the content fresh then. Yeah, they're keeping it
1: fresh. They're keeping up. But I haven't used it long enough to know if something I like is going to disappear. If they're only going to say, well, we're only going to have a choice of, you know, 10 or 15 Mm. strength exercises and we're going to rotate them out. I don't know. Or if they're just going to keep adding on until you have 50 to choose from. That I don't know yet. And it also sounds like there's a potential
0: for it to learn from you, too. And well, if you like this one or you did, you know, really good on this one or you didn't do so hot on this one. So we won't suggest that, you know, that that would be kind of interesting to see.
1: Yeah. And I like the mindful cool down because one of my personal biggest problems is I exercise and then I'm done. Uh, I
0: don't stretch.
1: And then Uh afterwards, the next day, I'm like, my hands bite you are are an inch long. Yeah. (laughs) So at least now I'm doing some stretching afterwards. It's only a couple of minutes. You know, you're stretching out your arms, Mm -hmm. you're stretching out your back, you're stretching out your legs. Today, when I got up, based on what I did yesterday, oh, my God, my butt hurt, my hips really? hurt, and my quads Wow, hurt, so which you is really did get thing, a good workout. Which yeah, is a good yeah. thing because these you are know muscles it's that I haven't been using. You know, when, mm. I, when I'm in pain like that and I know it's because I was exercising, it doesn't bother me. It's when, okay. you know, like, when, like, you know how, like, your abs... You know hurt.
0: it'll go away. Yeah.
1: Because you just did a thousand sit-ups or something. You're like, oh, my right. God, all those You know sit-ups. it's not an That injury. doesn't bother me. But if, I, yeah. if my abs hurt and I don't know why, I'm like, okay... Why is my stomach hurt? Maybe it's not my abs. Maybe mm-hmm. it's my stomach. Maybe I have food boys. I don't know. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: That Then I get concerned. But this kind of pain, yeah, it's kind of annoying. But mm-hmm. you know, especially going mm-hmm. up and downstairs, stairs, you're like, ow, ow, No ow, pain, ow, no gain. <laughs> but at least I know it works. So it yeah. doesn't bother me. So I'm happy about that. So the other thing I need to do this week, I hope make make a reminder to do this, yeah. is, <laughs> is call my insurance company. Because the way my insu- my health insurance company is, we get back $125. When we join a gym. So oh. my gym costs next to nothing. So now I have to ask him, well, if I do it a year of fitness plus,
0: Ooh, that's a will good I question. get back the money? Great point.
1: Hmm. So if I get back the money, it'll cost mm-hmm. me zero.
0: It'll pay for itself.
1: Yeah, because nice. they gave me back $125. That would be membership. an
0: amazing incentive. I'm glad you because brought that up. Because
1: there are some insurance companies, from what I've read, mm-hmm. that are offering members free Apple Watches. Now, I don't know uh-huh. what they have to do. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's in return, you have to promise to do this amount of exercise or mm-hmm. you have to exercise first. And as a reward, they give you the Apple Watch. I don't know because my mm-hmm. insurance company doesn't do that.
0: But I or know you have to are- like sign away or you have to consent to be tracked. <laughs> they can make that sure could very, that you're that doing very
1: You know, that could yeah. very well be. I really don't know. I haven't looked into it. All I know is that I have heard that there are some health insurance companies that are incentivizing their their clients to huh. exercise more and have a more healthy lifestyle by saying uh-huh. here's the Apple Watch now you know we're helping you now you do your part
0: uh-huh
1: but i would say so far my brief foray into the fitness plus i like it hmm. and, and i think it you, it's you good might have just inspired
0: people, me to do it i might just pick it up and try it
1: i think it'll be good for the I've people got to work off this christmas who meal <laughs> don't um don't have access to a gym,
0: mm-hmm. or
1: maybe a gym is way too much money. I know I was talking to my brother, and he and my sister in law belonged to a gym that was close to their house. They they have since given it up because of the of the pandemic, but they were paying something like fifty dollars a month. Mm, that's a lot. Like like ah, mm-hmm. that's like a lot of money around here. You can go to a gym for ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. go to Planet Fitness for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. But I think this is good for people who either can't afford the gym in their location, they don't have a gym close by, for whatever reason, they don't want to work out in front of other people. I know I spoke mm-hmm. to someone, I mentioned to someone this morning I was texting with, and she said, I don't want to be sweaty in front of other people. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to have to clean up other people's sweat off the machine, which yeah. they yeah. shouldn't have to do because the person should be cleaning off their own machines, right? especially now. Yeah, especially. But you know, she didn't want to do this in front of other people. She felt mm-hmm. I don't want to be
0: breathing other people's air. <laughs> so
1: she is going to access her Fitness Plus, mm-hmm. and she's because uh, what did she buy? She bought. I'm not sure if she bought something to get a free, uh, to get more than a month, or she's just going to do the month and then just pay uh-huh. for it afterwards. Yeah. But then this way, she can work out on her own terms, and that's the other thing. You work out at your own time schedule. If, if, you know, for you, it might be 10 o'clock at night might be the best time for you to work out based on Mm -hmm. what you need to do during the day with your husband and kids Mm -hmm. and your own clients. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to go out at 10 o'clock at night to the gym. My gym is open 24 hours. Right. Well, my former gym was open 24 hours, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't going out at 10 o'clock. Yeah, not at night. Right. Yeah. 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 Where you, you know, if that works out best for you, have at it. Mm -hmm. So I think I think this is going to be a success for Apple.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. Cool. Well, so working, so we went over working out. Um, We're running low on time, so I'll I'll just uh, try to briefly summarize some of the stuff that, that I wanted to go through and then maybe we'll save some of it for another episode. We can save our our escapism for another episode and talk about some of the tv that we watched and you already mentioned you know the the wonder woman um i did want to brag about a few things i i was excited over we didn't we were going to get together and record last week and i was like oh my gosh i'm so overwhelmed there's just so much going on and you've you've seen my notes so you could see what i was mired in for all of this time so yeah, i've was had a bad week uh, for
1: me too so oh, it worked out it worked out the best
0: yeah so I've just I've had a handful of just devices and stuff. And, you know, it's not like it's not like I felt put upon. You know, these are things that I wanted to do for people. So my gift this year was the gift of tech support, you know, and it was something I didn't have to go out and wrap necessarily. Um But I, I helped both my mother and my mother-in-law. So I got to take care of the the two mothers in my life. And I was pretty proud of that. The The first thing that I that I did was. Uh, my mom texted me and said, "Hey, you know, do you remember these wine labels that we gave you, you know, so many years ago cuz my my stepdad makes his own his own wine and they were just using like a really like old scan that wasn't very clear and that sort of thing and and years ago they had gone to Italy and they came back with a folder on it that had the family crest and she said, "Do you think you could help us make a label out of this?" So I told her I said, "You know, put it on your scanner and I Favorite directions. This is all over text. This is just, you know, iPhone to iPhone. She has an, an iPhone 6S and he has an iPhone. And so I walked her through how to scan it. And I said, if you can't do that, you know, just take a really good picture of it. So she got me a really good scan of this folder that has the family crest on it. The problem, though, was it was a decal, and it had a lot of shadowing behind it, and it had, you know, a couple of pen marks on it, some scuff marks and stuff. So I was able to take it into Affinity Photo, and I had been watching some tutorials with my son. That's a fun thing that we like to do is, you know, that's kind of an educational thing. We'll watch, you know, well, how do you how do you use the lasso tool, and how do you select things? So I was able to clean it up, and I got it, you know, looking pretty clean. I, you know, I, I worked at it for, for quite a bit. She, she texted me the picture of it. And this is all through, well, she did email me, she emailed me the scan. So I brought it in to Affinity Photo, I cleaned it up. And this was like all over the course of the day, you know, just texting back and forth. And so she said, Well, you know, we want to know, she sent me a picture of what it looked like on the wine bottle. And she said, you know, we want to know if we could put this line of text here and this over here. And I was like, sure, now that I have the image, I could do whatever you want. And so my stepdad would give her instructions, she would text it to me, I would take a screenshot of what I had, because I was using pages to to place it on and just lay the text out. And then she's like, oh, you know, he wants to know if you can move this to the left and move this to the center. Well, can we do this? And I'm like, sure. And then I was like, you know, which font do you like? And within, I don't know, probably like over the course of an hour or so, I mean, it was like, the, they were like the easiest clients, because I've done, you know, logo design, I've done this kind of stuff in the past, this is my, my background in graphic design. And so a little bit of back and forth and taking screenshots and she's like, Oh, wow, it's perfect. And I'm like, Oh, cool. You know? So within a few moments of, you know, getting it all put together, and then I made a PDF of it so that she wouldn't have to worry about, you know, importing fonts and stuff like that. And I texted it to her and I said, Mom, I said, you can print this out because I, I asked her first. I said, what kind of printer do you have? And she has one of those HP and they're, they're really good you know, printers. I said, is it, you know, and I knew i kind of working with a little bit of limited information here. So I just had to go based off of clues. And I said, do you know if it's connected to your Internet? And so she you know, checked and yes, it's connected. I said, you can print this out from your iPhone. And she had no idea that she could print from her iPhone. She only, you know, knows like so much about the phone. I just, I'm not there. And I, I you know, she has kind of like my mother-in-law too. They have, um, they get saturated really easily. You know, you can't overwhelm them with, with too much or else they just kind of like tune out. And uh, I have a husband like that. <laughs> yeah. So this is my life, you know. And uh, so I said, I said, tap on this little icon. It looks like a square with an arrow pointing. And I said, I said, I told her what to expect. And I said, and then you'll see your printer and you select it. And it kind of got silent for a while. You know, I didn't hear anything. And then she texts me a picture with OMG. <laughs> so she did. <laughs> she figured out how to print it out on just plain paper. Now, what I should say is a little bit of backstory. You know, these are these are labels that they're like shipping labels, if you will. And they're using them for wine bottles. And I told her, I said, uh, Can you tell me what the model is of the – because they're Avery labels. So, of course, she just – which was the best thing. She took a picture of the box. And so once I got that code, it was so easy. All I had to do was go to the Mm -hmm. Avery website, type in, copy and paste. Yep, just download it. And they're really great about it now. It used to be that you'd have to – you could only download the Word version and then you had to convert it to pages. Now they have both. So it was even easier. So I got that code – Downloaded that template, opened it up in Pages. I, I, you know, we went back and forth with instructions. I made a PDF of it because I didn't want to, you know, task her with opening Pages, like and installing it and all that stuff. And uh, I walked her through how to print it. She printed it out on plain paper, and she was so excited. And I said, "Now stick the label paper in there because I want to make sure that I, you know, that it lines up properly." And she did. And so she texted me another picture of the labels printed out, and she's like. No way. I can't believe that. She was just floored. And so I'm sitting there like, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a good daughter. I'm a good daughter. Who's a good daughter? I'm a good daughter. I'm <laughs>
1: doing my little geek
0: happy dance and stuff.
1: Go Melissa. Uh-huh. Go Melissa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was just really, really a highlight over over the holiday of being able to help her with that. And so then then they wanted to know well can we can we do it so that we can um type in the the name of the wine I was like yeah you know so that'll be my my next thing is then I walked her through how to install Pages on her phone and you know it's a tiny little screen but I think we can make it work so that'll be after the holidays are over I'll, I'll work with and i teach her or my stepdad how to use Pages. To enter the name of the wine in a in a text label you know you've you've made labels for stuff and signage and stuff and so it was just really fun that that she was able to do this on on her phone, so that was a fun highlight and then um the other so the the other mother my my mother in law so she she has an old uh, iphone seven plus and you know it 's still a decent phone, but you know you know what I mean like it's starting to show its age like things are kind of glitchy or you know maybe the battery isn't lasting as long my my dad's going through something very similar and you know this really concerned me because she doesn't have she has not my mother-in-law has not had a landline in like over 20 years and i mean she's had a a cell phone for all these years and that has been her main phone. But what's what amazing? Ha- it it really is. Um but what she did have though was she had my father-in-law around and he had a phone. So, you know, there was always two people in the house and there was always two phones. There was always his phone and her phone. So, if, you know, for example, if she misplaced her phone, she, you know, he, he could call it and dial it and then they, you know, ring it and then they'd find it. But she does wear her phone, like she's really always been good about that. She's always had a flip phone that she had clipped to her to her belt buckle or something. She's always been good about wearing it. And then when she got the iPhone, um, I gave her a case that had a lanyard on it. So she liked having that around her wrist. And you know, she's been really good about making sure like that's her her lifeline, you know, if you will. But my father in law passed away a couple of years ago. And so you know, now she's all alone, and she only has that one phone. And there came a time, I guess last year sometime where she was going to upgrade the phone. And I kind of panicked inside. And I thought, well, You know, I mean, she's 15 minutes away, but I thought, what happens when she goes to upgrade it? Like, what if it bricks it? You know, what if it's borked and she can't get it back? And she's, you know, she's like, well, I would just drive over. Well, you know, that was fine back then. But now with the pandemic, we're not going to be just driving over and like, you know, I'm not going to be sitting there on the couch with her and, you know, getting the new phone and the old phone together and doing the, you know, the the sync and everything. So I had to get really creative when she upgraded this phone and I had to do uh, an iCloud you know, restore from iCloud. I, I walked her through it over the phone, you know, press this, press that, you know, a lot of handholding and stuff. But before we could do that, you know, I was afraid that, you know, what happened if, if she went and did the upgrade or something to this phone and, you know, it got bricked or something. So she has an old laptop, an old MacBook Pro, a 2009. And, you know, since my father-in-law passed away, it's been really neglected. So, I had my husband go over there and retrieve that from her and I, you know, brought it over here and I upgraded it. I got it, you know, up to El Capitan. Like it didn't have her iCloud connected or anything, so she couldn't even use it for FaceTime. So I got it all set up. So then, you know, I had him drive it back over there. And so then we, you know, tested it out to make sure that she could call us using the old laptop on on FaceTime, or at least text us, you know, using the messages app. And I set it up for screen sharing and everything. So once I knew I had that in place, then I felt confident that I could, you know, work with her on her Mac while she did the, you know, the upgrade, the backup, the iCloud, all that kind of stuff on her old phone. And then I would hear, you know, be here with her new phone. So we were able to do all of this remotely. (laughs) It was, it was, it was, that's why I called this episode remotely possible because I was able to, you know, help my mom with wine labels from 3000 miles away and help my mother-in-law with upgrading her whole phone from 15 minutes away. But everything had to be done remotely and, you know, it all worked out. It was, you know... It was very interesting. It was very geeky. You know, it was very, you know, kind of fun in a way because it was like, okay, you know, now this should do this. And, you know, they were impressed that I could say, you know, you should expect this to happen. So it, it all worked out. It That was my gift, you know, to, to them was the gift of tech support and answering their questions and basically like, you know, remotely holding their hand at a safe distance and being able to get them through what they needed to get done uh, technologically wise. So so I was really happy with that. I got her a really nice case and a, you know, lanyard and everything. And so then my husband went back over there and got the old phone. And so now I'm, you know, preparing them for the, the trade-in program and I'll ship that out for her. So so I did that. And then I also, um, like I said, you know, I upgraded my phone. She upgraded her phone. Um, my son upgraded his phone. My husband had, um, I, I, I always put the first thing I do, like as soon as I take it out of the box, I put screen protectors on the glass. I always get tempered glass screen protectors because they've really, really come in handy. They've really, they are worth it in, in, these, in this family because I've seen a lot of them crack and everything and think, oh, I'm glad that's not the original glass. So I did four four screen, four glass, tempered glass screen protectors, and all four of them, I did, I got them with no bubbles on the first try. So go, Melissa, go, Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) So that was my other, my other uh, geek challenge that I that I got through. I felt like a little geek ninja with that. I upgraded my phone. Um, There was a lot of learning in in that whole thing. Um, When I did it, when I when I first set my new phone up, I thought, okay, I got to eat my own dog food. I did it using the exact same steps that I knew that I was going to walk my mother-in-law through. So instead of, even though I had my two phones together, instead of just bringing them together and using the quick start, which is the easiest way to go, I thought, no, I better do it the way that I'm going to be instructing her so I can see what the pitfalls are. Now, she doesn't have an Apple Watch. She doesn't have another device, aside from the old Mac, that she's going to be syncing to. So she didn't really have the problems that I ended up having. But I really, I learned the hard way that really, if you can, The quick start is the best way to do it. It's a lot faster and it's a really kind of a direct transfer of information, whereas things in my process got interrupted. Like I wished I would have known. I wish I would have thought to do this. What I should have done is I should have unpaired my Apple Watch first because then it would have forced it to make an iCloud backup. And I wished I would have um, disabled iMessage. Because then you have that problem, I know if you've ever dealt with this with a new phone, where you have to wait for your phone number to become verified before you can start using iMessage and have everything sync. So for a while, you know, and this is over the holiday when all the family's texting and they're texting pictures and Zoom codes and all this stuff. And I was missing things on the new phone and I'm like, This is nuts. Why, you know, what is happening here? So something got interrupted. I wished I would have, you know, Taken this switch and turned it off and done this. And, you know, there was an order of operations to things that I, and so once I learned that the hard way, then when it was time for my son to do his phone, it went really smooth. There was no problems. He didn't lose any messages. Everything just kind of copied over. Now, there's also the the variable though is we were just taking the SIM card out of his old phone and putting it in his new phone. Whereas I, my phone did ship with a SIM card, his did not. And I wasn't sure. And I, and I still don't really know, but I did not want to take my chances because these new iPhone 12s are supposed to be, you know, they're great for the 5G network. And, you know, I see the 5G, you know, pop up there. And I thought, I better get the SIM card that's in it provisioned and not take any chances. So that could have been another problem. But you know, I just maybe... switched
1: mine. That's did all you? I did. I took it out of the old phone, put it in the new phone. Mm-hmm. Worked immediately. That's, no problem. Yep. Didn't have to
0: call AT&T. Didn't have to do yep. anything. Just boom. Well, and Test see, phone
1: call. It worked great.
0: That's what I had done in the past. And that's how I was able to avoid that activation fee. And I'll talk about that on another episode. But, you know, long story short, I was able to get that waived because I thought that's senseless because you could do just that. You could take out the SIM card of one and put it in the other, and you're not like activating a new phone. Whereas, like this one, yes, I was bringing a new phone and it had to be activated, but I didn't have to do it that way. I could have just moved one SIM to the other. I just didn't want to take the chance of it. With this new network thing, you know, so I kind of wanted to see what that process was, but so they were able to to waive the activation fee. So you don't get what you what you don't ask for is, is the 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 point that I wanted to make there. Um, but then, so once I got my mother in law squared away and I knew my sons was going to work, I redid all of my stuff. I erased it. the The watch was a lost cause. I just had to restart all over again. That that was something I really wished I would have just unpaired it because. When I just followed the on-screen guidance for doing a restore, it asked me, like, it, it, I guess it must have gone through a process where it unpaired it for me. And then it said, on my new phone, do you want to sync an Apple Watch? You know, detected that I had a watch nearby. So I just said, yeah, sure, let's go. But what it did then is it didn't give me the option of choosing from a recent iCloud backup. My iCloud backup, the, the, the only one that was available, there were like four. The most recent one was from back in November. So I didn't have a recent one. So all the stuff that I had done in between, remember last time I was talking about how I love this new Apple watch and I had put all my music and all my, my audio books and everything on it. Well, all that stuff was gone. All my, all my custom you know faces, everything. I had to do I it all that over too, again.
1: when I got my new watch. Yeah. It didn't give mm-hmm. me the option to do a backup with my old watch before I unpaired it. That's what it's supposed mm-hmm. to do. Before you unpaired, yeah. it'll say, hey, you want to do a backup first? It didn't. Mm -hmm. And then when I backed up, took the backup from iCloud for my new watch, it wasn't Mm -hmm. from this morning or yesterday. It was from two weeks ago or so. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Mine was
0: from last month. And I thought, why was it so old? So then that's what clued me in when I had when when Lucian did his, I said, let's. Let's make sure we unpair it manually first. And then when he went to do it, sure enough, it was you know from an hour ago. Like he had a most recent iCloud backup. So that's the moral of that story is. Make sure that you manually unpair your watch and then for good measure, disable i unless you're doing like you said or like you know with my son, unless you're taking a SIM card out of one device and just popping it into the other, if you're provisioning a new sim, I recommend disabling iMessage first on the old phone. And then get the new SIM provisioned and then switch it back on. You're still going to have to wait for it to verify, but you might not have all of this like missed messages and all that kind of mumbo jumbo. So it did take it didn't take the whole day, but it took most of the day for it to go through the verification process. And I was sweating it because... It wasn't that big of a deal but it was the principle that I was missing text messages and I didn't want to be missing text messages because remember every time I do something like this I say I'm you know doing it so I can eat my own dog food because I'm thinking about it from my client's perspective from from the lens that they're looking through and I'm I'm thinking like oh this would be unacceptable you know this would this would make me look bad if I was doing this with a client you know I can handle it myself but I didn't want a client or a family member or anybody to go through this so that's why we do the show so that you don't have to you know struggle through this stuff <laughs> we took one for the team <laughs> so so that I was really proud of of you know what I went through to it was time consuming and it was it took a long time but we got through it and everything's working fine I love my 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 little baby Yoda phone it's really really cute I I mean it's the same form factor as the as the other phones in the house but it's just after having the eight plus for so long it's so tiny it's so tiny it's so mini And I just, I really like having the, the face ID. It's working great. I'm not looking forward to trying to unlock it with a mask. (laughs) You can't. Yeah. No, I've seen people do this thing like where they cover half of their face with a mask and then they scan. I don't know. I might try that. We'll see if I really like have time on my hands. But, uh, so yes. So that was my experience with all the new phones and all the new gear and getting it all set up. And then, um, I think we'll we'll save our One Password discussion for the yeah. yeah, next one. We'll table that. Because we're already cause we, going. We do want to talk about that. We are going. And I have on. some other tips and things. And so now we have stuff for the next show. So you yeah, have to tune in to the next episode
1: of next so, year. That's right. So, But if people want to get in touch, how would they do so?
0: They would do so by a few methods. You could email us, podcast at com, or...
1: They could follow us on Twitter, at Gigiashow. Show. But please do so. We'd love to hear your thoughts, opinions, show ideas, feedback. How many of you have already signed up for Fitness Plus? Let us know. We want to know what your favorite trainer is, your favorite exercise.
0: If you've upgraded what you to think? Big Sur, what, what do you think of Big Sur? That's something we really would like to know from listeners because yeah. I know we're the tempted. Only, the only
1: reason why I'm thinking about doing it is because Messages is so bad. And it seems mm. to be with mm-hmm. you, Melissa. <laughs> when I am on my Mac and I wanted to text you before it's the just show, me, huh? <laughs> and I usually go down the list uh-huh. and I look for your name and your name isn't there. And then I did a search for Melissa and it came up with you, like you and Kevin huh? You know, it, but it didn't come up with you all by huh. yourself. So then, when I Weird. typed in your name for a new, te- a brand new text, wait, you mean to tell what me? Happen?
0: You mean to tell me you don't have me pinned at the top of your messages because I have you pinned?
1: I do on my <laughs> phone. I do on my iPad. Oh, right, but not but on the Mac. I'm still, but yeah, yeah I'm still so you can do that So sir. I still have the old school one. Uh huh. And when I typed uh-huh. in your name, it just—it was as if I'd never sent you a text before. Weird. It was that totally, usually happens if I
0: close out of the discussion, but I don't I usually just keep them there.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Like now you're there because I had texted you from my mm-hmm. phone. But later I'll so, disappear, huh? Yeah, then all of a sudden you'll disappear. I'm like, where'd she go? Vanish act. Hmm. And the other thing I have found, I know and I know we have to wrap up, but the other <laughs> thing I found is when I do a um like an omni disk sweeper and I see I've got mm-hmm. all these this data in my <laughs> messages and I want to All get the rid gifts it, and I go through to each thread and I go through to delete.
0: Yeah. They don't delete. Yes, that happens to me too. Yep, they're sticky. I think it has something to do with the iMessage syncing. I wonder if turning that off temporarily and then deleting stuff and then turning it back on. But you'd have to do it to all your devices because it syncs across all of them. So if you got that iPad yeah, that I'll you go forgot on about. on my
1: phone. I'll go on mm-hmm. my iPad. I'll go like saying to our thread. Mm-hmm. And I'll go to the photos and I'll go, okay, I don't need these anymore. Or maybe there were
0: mm-hmm. videos I sent you, you know, a year ago. You don't yeah. need that. I do that on my anymore. iPad because I've only got and, 32 gigabytes. And I, and like I just go space. delete,
1: delete, 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 yeah. delete. And then they come back. <laughs> it comes back. Uh-huh. It's sinking. It's sinking. I'm like, go away. Mm-hmm. You should be. Go away. Right. So there's things we want
0: I, to sync and they don't sync and there's things we yeah. don't want to sync and they do. So, so I'm know.
1: really hoping that once I do upgrade mm-hmm. to Big Sur, that it will go, OK, she said mm-hmm. she wants this gone. I mean, I don't even care if it came up. Are you sure you want to delete this? Right. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yes, I do want to delete this. Yeah. I don't want to delete the thread. I just want to delete the media. Uh, well, a new assignment for us to tinker with. <laughs> yeah. So tune in next time <laughs> for the adventures of messages. So. We will end with that. Have a wonderful new year. Happy new year. Please stay safe. Keep your partying with other people to a minimum.
0: Wear your mask. And Wear we'll, a mask. We'll see you next year.
1: We'll see you in 2021.
0: If you're a technology fan, make sure you check out Tech Fan, hosted by me, Tim Robertson. And me, David Cohen. We're all about technology. We like to geek out on pretty much anything, if it's technical, if it's a gadget, if it's the movie or the music industry. You name it, we're talking about it. And you know, David, unfortunately, unlike most other great podcasts, we don't really plan out our shows. It's more of a stream of thought thing. Yeah. For better or for worse, you listen to it and you be the judge. You know, a good example of that, David, would be this ad because we didn't plan for this. What did you say? What do I say? (laughs) I don't know. Is it your turn or is it my turn to talk now? I lost track. I did too. But you know, you won't lose track if you listen to TechFan, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts.